The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. this is Dr. Fry and I want to thank you for viewing today's broadcast. It is an honor and privilege to be able to come into your homes each and every week and teach the living Word of God. Today I'll be airing a special message that I taught a few weeks ago in our church called Religion or Relationship. I took the time to go through scripture to find out whether God wants us to be religious or does he want us to have a relationship with him. Now let me let you know I do look a little different than I do right now because we had a dress down day at our church. I'm in a football jersey and some sneakers, but don't pay much attention to that. I want you to hear the revelation that comes through the taught word of God regarding religion or relationship. Now I want you to stay tuned because I'll be back after the lesson to share some exciting announcements with you. So God bless you. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, Already in Progress. And God might not be that way, but he's that way to you because of how it was explained to you. Right. You follow what I'm saying? And so that's where it, it, it comes up. Um, you know, sometimes we have different perspectives of God. You know, like throughout my life, I just talk about, you know, my life because I don't want anybody to get upset with me today. Praise the Lord. Uh, so uh, in, in my life, you know, I heard several things about God. You know, at, at some point, in one point of my life, I heard God was just out to get everybody. I mean, he's just there waiting for you to make a mistake. And then when you, you know, when you make a mistake, there's a lightning bolt that come from heaven come and, and just messes something up. Or, you know, God uses uh, bad things to teach you something. You know, you catch a sickness or you catch a disease and and people will say, well, well, God did this because God wanted me to get closer to them. And then. Uh, you hear people say, God doesn't want to do anything for you. That, you know, he wants you to, you know, get everything yourself. And, you know, if, if he feels like blessing you, then he'll, he'll bless you. And then on the other hand, you know, that you don't have to do a thing. Because God's going to do it anyhow. Okay, see, y'all heard some. Almost like no matter what you do, God is just going to do it. Anyhow, and so all those particular views I personally have heard, taught, and believed throughout my life with Christ. And if you sit down and think about it, you often, you, you may come to the conclusion, God may be a little bit schizophrenic. <laughs> now, 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 now is, is, he, is he this way, or is he this way, or is he like this, or is he like this, or is he like this? Or does he even exist? You with me? So you have a myriad of opinions, and depending upon how it's explained to you, you might have a view of God that's incorrect from what Scripture says God or who God is. You see what I'm saying? 
And so I, my desire is to be accurate and bring accuracy to, uh, to who God is and what God does and, you know, what we as a believer can expect to receive from God and what we're supposed to be doing, our responsibility, so that God can really be seen as the good God that he is. Come on, talk to me. Because truth be told, let's just be real honest today, it's difficult to praise a God that you think is not for you. It is difficult to praise a God that if you start doing well, he's going to snatch things from you because he don't want you to get a big head. Come on, tell me, let's just be real today. It's hard. You don't want to you don't want to serve and praise a God that you don't know what you're going to get from him. Right. And so we need to be accurate in in what we're uh, what we're believing and what we're seeing and what we're experiencing from God so that God can be all that he can be and needs to be in our lives. Amen. So that's where this this thought comes up. uh, Religion versus or 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 relationship. What what is it we're supposed to be having? Are we supposed to be religious or should we be in relationship with God? All right. Let me define those two words for you. Then we'll move on. All right. Listen to this. Religion is simply an organized system of beliefs, ceremonies and rules used to worship a God or a group of gods. Okay, religion is an organized system of beliefs, ceremonies and rules used to worship a God or a group of God. So a group of God. So what what that means or that tells me is that religion is just not specific to Christianity. People of other relig- uh, people of other beliefs are religious or can be religious as well. Right. You got that? Because it's just a bunch of ceremonies, rules, and, and things that you follow uh, so that you, in an attempt to be pleasing in the sight of some God. Okay? Then we see the word relationship. The word relationship is the way in which two or more people or things are connected. So religion is about ceremonies and duties and rules relationship is about connection okay it's about relating to one another got it now i found this out you can have religion and no relationship okay and we and and we know it like this you know because uh for truth again is that people there are a lot of people that can do what we call church they can say all the right things. Yes, amen. Bless, highly favored, hallelujah. Good to see you, my sister. <laughs> they can do all these things because they have the method. And I found out that you can have a person in church for many years and have no relationship with the God of the church. There are people more committed to a church building than they are to God. Got it. So we want to talk about this thought today. Religion or relationship. What is it that we're expected to uh, be a part of uh, when it comes to God? Let me uh, share some things with you. Now, the word of God is designed to show you four things. It's designed to show you four things. Number one, the word of God is designed to show you what you shouldn't do. I ain't getting no amens on that one. The word of God is designed to show you what you shouldn't do. Got it? 
Now, many of us who grow, grew up in church, and again, I'll talk about myself so y'all can, y'all can receive today. I, in the church I grew up in, grew up in, that's all I heard. All I heard was what I shouldn't do. That was it. And it was preached and taught in such a way that it brought fear to you. And you were scared to do anything because you didn't want to be, quote unquote, caught with your works undone. Why? Because he's coming as a thief in the night. Come on, talk to me, y'all. So you walk around on eggshells because you don't know when God's going to crack the sky. And you, you, you're doing all these things because you don't know how to do anything different. And all they say is what you shouldn't do. And now the Bible does tell you what you shouldn't do, but it also tells you some other things. And so you live in this light. And how many of you prayed the prayer when you were, uh, when you were taught uh, early in life? Uh, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my and if I die, oh, Jesus. Anybody with me on that? Why? Because you were scared. You were scared. If you laid down and went to sleep and you wasn't right, come on, and you ain't want to wake up and bust hell wide open. Come on, talk to me, somebody. And so you said, Lord, if, if, if something happened before the morning time, Receive my soul, Lord. Receive it, Lord. And so it didn't matter what you did all day, but that, that last thing you did at night, you got down by that bed. Why? Because you were scared. Is anybody with me? <laughs> so number one, it tells you what? What you shouldn't do. All right, number two, the word of God is designed to tell you what you can be. What you can be. You know, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can be healed. You can be prosperous. Come on, talk to me. So the word tells you what you can be. So number one, what you shouldn't do, but what you can be. And I like that part a little better. Come on, talk to me. Right? Tell me something. Give me some hope. Somebody give me some hope. Because right now, it doesn't look too good around. But at least the word is designed to give me some hope of what I can be eventually. Come on, talk to me. Got it? Then number three, the word of God is designed to tell you what you will be. Okay? What you will be. Because the scripture says that uh, as he is, so shall we be in the earth. So that's one scripture that tells you what you will be. Again, that gives us more hope. If I just hang in here, if I just keep walk, working with, work, walking with God, if I keep going with God, then I'm going to become something. Amen. Got it? Because it's a continual transformation and uh, a sanctification uh, in my life because I'm not just all, uh, all together at once. Amen. And then number four, the, the word of God is designed to tell you what you should do. OK, so number one, what you what shouldn't do. Number two, what you can be. Number three, what you will be. And number four, what you should do. 
Got it? Now, in order to see this properly, because when you hear things like what you should do, depending upon your perspective, you may hear rules. Okay, he's going to tell you, I got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. No, no. When you really understand the word of God, it moves from got to to get to. So because of my position with God, I don't have to do it. I get to do it. So now it becomes a privilege of mine to do what God or the word of God tells me to do. And I don't do it out of obligation. Can you understand the, the difference? Amen. Because when you're, when you're hearing instructions and things, if you don't have the right perspective, you'll, you'll pull away from instructions because you'll see it as rules. But no, I don't, I don't have to do this. I get to do this. Amen. Amen. See, I don't have to preach. I get to. Amen. Come on now. And that's a privilege uh, that's, that's reserved for uh, a few in the body. Amen. Praise God. All right, so now, when we come to God, when we come to God, when we get saved, a lot of times we're just introduced to religion and not relationship. Okay, you come in, you, you, you give your heart to the Lord, and then the next thing somebody tells you is, this is what you got to do. All right, now, you know you got to stop doing that. All right, yeah, now, you know that's wrong. Okay, you got to tighten that up. See, if you're going to come around here, we can't be having that around here. Oh, y'all ain't trying to go with me. Y'all ain't trying to go with me. Right? So what are we saying? We're saying that a person has to become first before they can belong. In other words, you've got to do certain things. You've got to talk certain ways. And see, if you've been, if you've been in the world... For 30 years, just say 30 years, and you've been doing your thing for 30 years, you ain't answering to nobody, you just like, hey, what, what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you hear the word of God, and it pricks your spirit, and all of a sudden now you lift your hand and you give your heart to the Lord. It's sometimes unreasonable to think that you ain't going to be out there the next week like, oh, what? Come on. Y'all ain't with me, y'all ain't with me. Because, see, you ain't had time to find out nothing else. Right? Well, what do we try to do? We try to do, from the religion standpoint, we try to say, okay, because you now are a child of God, you have to be like this immediately. And if you don't, we don't have time for you. So are we talking about religion or what? Relationship. Relationship. You got it? Like, for example, the Ten Commandments. Most of us had to learn the Ten Commandments in Sunday school. Right? You had to pass it to get your little, you know, your little award and, you know, your, your little certificate that you, you didn't matriculate through the Sunday school because you had to get all this stuff down before you can, you know, get over in junior, you know, junior usher board and and all those kind of things. You had to have some credentials. Uh, see, <laughs> am I right? And so what, you learn John 3.16, and you learn Psalm 23. Come on now, talk to me. Ten Commandments. 
All the books of the Bible, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now y'all know what I'm talking about. Had to come to, you had to come with some credentials. They didn't just put you up there. And so the Ten Commandments come into play. And what people fail to realize about the Ten Commandments, basically they were just ten rules to follow. Okay? But the Ten Commandments wasn't given by God for people to keep. They were given by God to show people they couldn't keep them without his help. Study out the scripture. Hebrews talks about it. He didn't, get, he didn't say, here are ten rules and you must keep them. He says, okay, I'm going to give you ten rules or ten commandments and it's going to show you that you cannot do this by yourself. And the intent of him giving the Ten Commandments was not for them to follow those rules by script. The purpose of him giving the Ten Commandments was to draw them to him. So realize I cannot do this on my own. I need God. Come on, let's look at some scripture. Go to Matthew 22 with me. Go to Matthew 22. All right. Talking about religion or relationship, because I believe personally that church, the system church has made things more difficult for people than necessary. And now we have people that don't want to come to church, don't like church because church has made it too hard. Like me, when I, I, I was made to go to church and when I said when I get 18 and get out this house. I ain't ever going to go to church another day in my life. I was done with it, man. I'm just saying, talking about I was done with it. And I was trying to run from God as far as I can go. But I mean, no, God is everywhere. He is where I'm, he is where I'm headed before I get there. <laughs> and so God, praise God, didn't leave me alone and arrested me and, and, and drew me back in. But I was determined. I was going I was going to do my thing until 49. <laughs> and at 50 I was going to get saved. And I was going to live the rest of my days in church. I don't know why y'all laughing. Some of y'all have participated in that already. When at 22 you weren't trying to look at no church or the church I'll be there, you know, on uh, homecoming, Easter, and Mother's Day. <laughs> Rest of the time, I got things to do on Sunday. And then when things slow down, you know, you're married, got some kids, kids grown, and you be like, all right, I need to get myself together now. I wish somebody would be honest in here today. That was my plan, man. I was, I was going to come to the Lord, you know, and later in life. After I done did all I wanted to do. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, 2234, please. 2234. All right, this comes out of the discourse between uh, Jesus and the Sadducees. And the Sadducees and the Pharisees were the religious people of the day. They were the ones that made, you, made sure you had to check all the boxes, cross all your T's, dot all the I's. If you didn't do it just right, you couldn't be part of them. So they're the ones that was keeping the law. 
And so we pick up in verse number 34, it says, But when the Pharisees had heard that he, Jesus, put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. So the Pharisees was hanging out looking at Jesus talking at the Sadducees. And after they found out how Jesus handled the Sadducees, they had to have a little side meeting. And the way man, now he, 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 he kind of shut them up. What are we going to do? Okay. And so picking up at verse number 35, then one of them, which was a lawyer, they, they took out the one that could argue the case the best. Ask him, Jesus, a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Talk about the Ten Commandments. And Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second one is like that one. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Verse 40 says, On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And so they're asking the question, Which one of the ten is the greatest, Jesus? Jesus said none of them. The greatest is that you love God with all your heart, all your might, all your strength. And the second one is similar to it, that you love your neighbor like yourself. So in other words, Jesus took the ten and made them into two. You got it? Why? Because if you love the Lord God with all your heart, mind and strength and you love your neighbor as yourself, you're not going to kill them. You're not going to be covetous of them. Come on, talk to them. You're not going to have any other gods before him. Talk to me, y'all. So he says, now, let's eliminate all the rules and let's talk about relationship. Because he says, love the Lord God, not the rules. Love the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, and your strength. Because they were loving the commandments more than they were loving God. And then he says, I also relationships with one another. We have this relationship with God. And then he says, okay, let's make sure we work on this relationship with people. Then love your neighbor as yourself. So the same way you love you, you got to love others. Oh, man. That sounds like what? Relationship. Sound like connection. Sound like relating to one another. Hello. So he said, if you do those two things, you don't have to worry about the rules. Because the rules will take care of itself. Because if I love you, I'm going to treat you right. Ah, oh, my goodness. And how many of you have encountered people that's been in church for years that say they love God, but they can't stand you? Looking at you all upside your head like you got a problem. Because they're keeper of the rules. And they're not bothered about relationships. Relationship says, I love you, even with that knot upside your head. I love you, even with that issue that you're still dealing with. I know you ain't got it all together, but I love you anyway. It amazes that we get perturbed with people who have issues that we, we had. And it took us a while to get through our issue, but we mad at them because they got the issue that we came out of instead of loving them through the issue and helping them because you came out of the same issue. I can't say, how can you have an attitude like that? You just came out of it. You were just delivered from your nasty attitude. Now you got a problem with somebody with a nasty attitude. 
Oh Lord, oh Lord. Hunch your neighbor. Hunch your neighbor. Hunch your neighbor. Say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. Because he's coming back. Just like he said he would. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Relation, say relationship. Love the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, and your strength. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Upon these two hang everything else. So Jesus said, if you don't get this, forget about the rest of it. Because you're just trying to put on a show to keep the rules. When you don't have relationship. I can't, I can't, I just can't understand how the church just can't be the most lovingest, if that's a word. Most loving place, most understanding place. On the face of this earth. Why we still got to come to church and sit on opposite sides of the church? Why we still have that going on in the, in the, in the church? Because we're more dependent upon religion and rules than relationship. You hear what I'm saying? And it's things happening all around us. And people are going and dying all around us. And we're still caught up on what somebody said to me. Or she ain't speak to me last week. Did you speak to her? Well, no. Well, how come you ain't speak to her? Because she looked like she wanted to speak to me, so I was like, I ain't gonna waste my time. I ain't gonna waste my time. I just gonna go on about my business. So you ain't no better than she is. Oh, yeah. I wish I had a praying church. Everybody shout relationship. relationship. Love the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, and your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Sounds like what? Relationship. Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoyed today's lesson on religion or relationship. Now, I was not able to put the entire lesson on today's broadcast because of the time constraints. But I am making it available to you in either a CD or DVD format. And so this week, the price will be only $5 for either a CD or a DVD of today's lesson. Why? Because I really want you to get this in your faith library. You need to hear this lesson over and over and over again because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So for this week, I'm offering today's lesson, Religion or Relationship, for $5 for either the CD or the DVD. So call the number on the bottom of your screen, log on to our website, or simply write us at the address below, and we'll rush this out to you. And I'm telling you, this lesson will bless your life for days, weeks, and months to come. So do it right now. Call us, go on online, or write us and let us know that you want today's lesson, religion or relationship, and you'll be blessed. So until next time, I want you to continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. Log on to www.fccintl.org 
or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.